0: off, whatever it is. She just goes a little mad sometimes. We all go a little mad sometimes. Game over, man. Game over. What an excellent day for an exorcism.
1: You are invited to an open house where horror will be your host. This is Don't fall asleep.
0: Episode four of the Loveland Frogman... <laughs> Let's recap.
1: Mm.
0: I've got some recap music for you.
1: Oh, very nice. This all began on one hot, sultry evening in Ohio when a man mysteriously driving home at 3am in the morning saw four frogs.
0: And we thought this was going to be one episode, didn't we? And These frogs, mm. what was different about them?
1: These frogs had magical Harry Potter wands.
0: Shot sparkles out of them.
1: Yeah. And rainbows.
0: And variously, depending on who you talk to, they had claws and (laughs) other things like that.
1: And possibly could have been an iguana. Yes.
0: And then episode two started going down more into my territory where maybe they were aliens. Maybe these things were straight off the fucking spaceship.
1: Woo! And maybe they could have been... Bushes in the yard.
0: Bushes in the yard. They definitely disappeared when you turned the light on.
1: <laughs> like a bush. <laughs> yes. With the light on.
0: <laughs> and then something something happened. And we need like a record scratch sound here, but I haven't got it. Something basically happened where...
1: Chicka chicka chow
0: Basically fucking... Just pure madness. You decided to look into the nuclear power plant or the nuclear enrichment plant. And everything has just turned into pure Shakespearean fucking chaos
1: it's that's what i had i was just uh looking i started looking at the atomic power plant because of my i made the the joke about oh at least they're not near you know uh, an atomic you know power plant or nuclear facility oh no they really are yeah and i started looking at it because i'm like oh you know what (laughs) i'm gonna see if you know do this i might hypothesize you know what do you think the crazy chances are that maybe some weird gas, you know, was released accidentally, you know, from the facility and, you know, had drifted down and over the case of Ohio, uh, Loveland, Ohio, and these other areas um, that actually weren't that far from the, the the plan? And I'm like, okay, you know, is there some kind of weird gas that made these people have crazy hallucinations? So, you know, and I just thought it would just be about a lot of silly fun. But then I actually started looking into the history of the Fernald Feeds power plant. And it is honestly, for like a horror, true crime, UFO, everything in between podcast, this is the scariest shit that we have ever covered. This is
0: like Aaron Brockovich, but the worst parts of The Simpsons. Like, yeah. all that shit that they joked about in The Simpsons that you never thought could be real. Yes. It's fucking real.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, the, the Simpsons predicted, you know, three-eyed frogs. They should have predicted the Loveland Frogman. Yeah. Because so far we've had a story of unacceptably large amounts of radioactive dust being blown over a community at a minimum of three months. Okay. Yeah. We have very large men that have... Physically crawled inside a mailbox to commit suicide, um, only to have their psychiatrist, who was ready to testify that they weren't suicidal, also commit suicide. Yeah, <laughs> um, and I—I I mean,
0: basically, you've got one of the leakiest uranium enrichment plants in the world where not only do they deal with all the problems in that place by just basically repairing your shoes constantly mm. in, a, in a strange Tetris game to stop you from melting into the floor, mm. but there were people who literally used to rub radioactive salts on their gums mm. to see whether or not it was worthwhile sending it upstairs to be tested.
1: Yeah, and, and to take it upstairs you'd have to walk through a gas of, orange gas of angry swarmy like bees.
0: But that's okay because you had a small plastic tag on your shirt <laughs> that apparently turned red in the sight of radiation, which the work Showed did not work at fucking all.
1: Mm, mm. Good oh, place except to work. for the ones that were
0: faulty. Yeah, yeah, the ones that were faulty and gave the fucking. Uh.
1: Don't forget the ones that were faulty. Ooh. so we have the I guess the for the fourth part of uh, Loveland, Ohio, or the second part of the Fernal feeds uh (laughs) production facility now where we had left it we had actually left it off um uh david box the man who went into the vat um it was alleged by the plant that he had committed suicide so his family uh received no payment um and then we moved on to the august of 1985 where the cincinnati inquiry published a story about another man, 33-year-old Larry Hicks, who, according to his widow, had been killed by the plant. You've had a little bit of time to digest the last story. How do you feel? Do you feel – I feel dirty after the last episode.
0: I think that the people who run this plant would have found a very welcome home in in England – feeding children through cotton mills Mm. to get out that last little bit of, you know, because you can wash blood out of cotton, Mm -hmm. but you can't lose a single gram.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's it's
0: quite. I'd rather work for Kusei Hussein (laughs) than the people who ran this place.
1: You know what? You'd probably have a better better rod of survival. Absolutely.
0: (laughs) At least if he threw you into some fucking deadly machinery, you'd own it.
1: Yeah, damn straight. You should have
0: kicked the better in soccer.
1: Yeah, at least then there'd be some compensation for the families.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's that is some fucking bloody Cornish coal miner shit. Yeah. Throw the body over the fence. Well, there's always another one.
1: Yeah. Because I said to you, like, I, I've never won, you know, who's sort of had, um, you know, much belief in, like, really huge major conspiracies. I've never found anything where I've, you know, genuinely went, oh, yeah, that that's a major cover-up. Yeah. There is so much cover-up going on in the story from <laughs> yeah. so many parties. Yeah. It's actually, it makes me sick just thinking about this. Yeah.
0: Join your fucking union.
1: Now, all right, should we kick back into it with Larry Hicks?
0: We should. And we had some sweet fucking recap music, which we don't do often enough.
1: I know. All right, I'll, I'll try to find some more Death atomic plants. Okay, let's do that. We can wind it out. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Now... Uh, So, August of 1985, the Cincinnati Enquirer published a story about another man, 33-year-old Larry Hicks. Now, Larry had been working at the plant for 12 years. On May the 15th, 1985, Larry was working in one of the plants when overhead machinery malfunctioned.
0: This is going to end well, isn't it?
1: It's going to end so well. Excellent. For the company. The machinery released uranium particles, dousing Larry from head to toe, who just happened to be unfortunate enough to be standing below the machine. Oh, God. Later that day, Larry began feeling ill. So he's had a tumor tape parade. (laughs) Managers of the plant told Larry he had nothing to worry about. On May the 20th, just five days later, Larry, complaining of fatigue and an irregular heartbeat, was taken to the hospital and died that day. Fucking hell. How much did he cop? When Larry's body arrived at the funeral parlour to be prepared for viewing at his funeral, the mortician noticed that Larry's chest was visibly sunken.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Upon investigation, the mortician found that Larry's body was missing his liver, he was missing his kidneys, and he was missing his spleen, and he was missing a large assortment of his bones.
0: Okay, I get that in America you can sell your blood,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: but bones Mm -hmm. and your liver... Mm-hmm. so th- this was also my first question so there was no autopsy they've just sent him straight to the mortician and they didn't even bother stuffing an old t-shirt in him
1: Oh no that we, we will <laughs>
0: oh God because <We'll>, we'll. <laughs> I, I get I get all this info blind straight away yeah, yeah
1: yeah now you see the thing is that you have to consider about this information yeah is now according to the CDC or the Centers for Disease Control in yeah. America, when uranium, is absorbed by the body. The highest levels of uranium are found in the liver, in the kidneys, in the spleen and in the bones. To then add further insult to injury, lawyers at the Ferdinand plant claimed that Larry had died not from uranium but from a potassium deficiency.
0: Okay.
1: And the accident at the plant was just a mere coincidence.
0: He left his bones at home that day. He, he turned up to work, it was a coincidence.
1: Potassium. Potassium deficiency. deficiency.
0: These guys uh, these guys make the lawyers for big tobacco feel guilty.
1: Potassium. <laughs> deficiency which just
0: quietly you can solve by eating a fucking
1: banana if only larry had they'd given him a banana if only he'd been, arrived at lunchtime but they threw them all in the vat they all <laughs> caught to watch fire him
0: explode. Oh, no if
1: only they'd eaten some of that fruit oh the tragic irony the answer was right in front of you larry as he
0: lies on the ground slowly collapsing oh. on himself like that horrible scene from under the skin
1: just oh if only i had a, a banana Oh, you know what? Maybe that's how poor David died. He was leaping through the air trying to catch some fruit in his mouth to save himself from potassium, you know, deficiency. The irony he caught it my potassium, excellent. Unfortunately, landed poof, straight in the vault. Yep. Straight through the narrow slit. First oh.
0: banana related death before Super Mario Kart.
1: Yeah. Oh, so tragic. Yep. So tragic. Oh, so, poor Larry. Not uranium, not uranium, just a coincidence. Coincidence. Just, just happened to happen five days before. Yeah. So, uh, the lawyer said, therefore, his wife and three children were not entitled to any workers' compensation or payout from the plant as they were not responsible for Larry's potassium <laughs> deficiency. Fucking hell. I, just, I want you to just let the, all of this just, you know... Washed through you. There is a
0: significant conspiracy if you can get organs out of a person.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Into a hospital, take a spleen, a liver, a kidney and bones from a body and then stitch it back up.
0: Without even stuffing some old Jethro Tull t-shirts into them.
1: And no one saw a thing. Fuck. The widow could not sue the company for the death of her husband as all the organs she needed for testing for evidence to prove the cause of death was the uranium were missing. (laughs) Of course, there's no judge just going, nah, that's not right. Mm -hmm. Well, so instead the widow tried suing the company for taking her husband's organs. Right. But the problem was... There was no evidence of the company taking the organs. I mean, we all know the you know we all know what probably happened. And, you know, and we all know what happened, but we we can't physically show what happened. I yeah, mean, we know, like you know, you know, but we can't physically. No, you know, I'm guessing
0: most of companies like this do not have. Facilities for the removal of
1: organs? <laughs> did they just
0: do it in the break room?
1: You know, well, no, this, this happened uh, like at the hospital. The like hospital. he had his spleen and his kidneys when he arrived at the hospital. Yeah. Um, did not have them when they arrived. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, the, uh, the process, the, the case um, over the organs was drawn out over years, but was ultimately unsuccessful. Poor Larry Hicks's body had to be packed from within with foreign materials for the viewing at his funeral.
0: If it's anything like an old car that you buy, it's Jethro Tull t-shirts. Yeah. Probably some track pants, a beach towel
1: all the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but because the it's it's kind of it's kind of nice you could pack like all his favorite things in there.
0: Oh, like an Egyptian.
1: Like an Egyptian. Yeah, yeah. you know, like an afterlife. Yeah.
0: What were his favorite things? His fucking liver.
1: <laughs> his fucking spine <laughs> and fucking life. <laughs> uh. How about this Jethro adult t-shirt? Yeah. Hey. what a new pair of boots. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I bet you they fucking took the boots too. I, I bet you they took his kidney, his spleen, and took the fucking boots off him. That's oh. probably what the
0: frogmen were. Just his, his radioactive kidney and spleen running across the road. <laughs> Just former workers,
1: yeah. Oh, my God. That's what the sparkling was. It was the heart monitor. It was still like <laughs> half plugged in. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Look, so they didn't win the case, but the harvesting of the organs was such a grisly detail. Yeah. It kept reappearing in stories in the press, much to the annoyance of the NLO company.
0: No amount of free pizza on Friday is going to make that a better workplace.
1: (laughs) Can you imagine, yeah, the Monday after that funeral? (laughs) Going to work today? Yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> oh my I don't want to fucking die. Yeah, I don't want to. Well, you're fucking. You die if you do. You die if you don't. Yeah. Oh, freedom man. isn't free.
0: Uh, yeah, blow that bald eagle for freedom.
1: Fucking talk about an abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can see why so many yanks have guns now. Yeah, to, to fucking fuck. yeah, to keep them safe from fucking upper management. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. If someone had shot this power plant. Um, now, one month before David Boxer died at the plant in the vat by suicide. Yes. Uh, in 1984, Daniel Arthur was hired by the Fernald plant as a lead auditor to oversee safety at the plant.
0: Okay. Wink, wink. <laughs>
1: Now his job was to analyze the operations of the plant and document any safety deficiencies. We're <laughs> going to need a bigger pen. <laughs> Which however this could be somewhat difficult as the first instruction given to him by his two immediate supervisors was that he was not to visit several sites on the plant. <laughs> that room's haunted. So you know what? You can go to the front gate. Yep. You can go to admin, the cafeteria. Yeah. Um, and just yeah, mark off those safety right. issues. We should be nowhere else on the planet.
0: As you can see, we've uh, we've addressed this uh, three months of radiation leaking into the atmosphere. There's Larry with his net, <laughs> and there's the team of blow girls blowing to Russia. <laughs>
1: yeah, blowing to Russia. And you know we we fixed you know the uh uh you know the big open. Uh, you know, holes of acid. We have filled that with, you know, spleen. Um, and so that should be fine. Uh, yeah, problem solved. Mm, good day, good day. Free pizza, anyone?
0: Did you notice your job title had safety officer in quotation marks?
1: <laughs> yeah, why does everyone say my job title and wink? Very weird. Uh, so, yeah, his first uh, or instruction was he wasn't allowed to visit several sites on the plant. Arthur believed and rightly so that his job was an important one especially as he was the only one in this position for the entire 400 and, what is it 425 hectares oh. well
0: 10 square meters given all the shit you can't
1: see <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> yeah in this room uh, he realized that half of the plants routine maintenance was inadequate I didn't even, I haven't even walked on the property and I know that already. Yeah. Uh, And this was, again, this was just in the areas he was allowed to visit. In Daniel's words, this quote. Yeah. To give you an idea of the situation as it stood on January the 1st, 1986, 50%. One out of two of all maintenance procedures had not been reviewed or revised since 1960. That is 26 years.
0: Fuck me sideways.
1: 26 years. After two years working at the plant, Daniel realised, this is odd, he had never actually talked to anyone from the Department of Energy and started to suspect that they weren't even reading his regularly submitted audits. That were filled with safety issues. Daniel became more and more vocal with his safety concerns about the plant, but no one was listening. Or just didn't care.
0: This is like the sort of situation that only Robocop could fix.
1: Uh, Seriously. In February of 1986, Daniel discovers that Workit had been processing plutonium. Now, Department of Energy Regulations stated that if you wanted to process plutonium that were 10 parts per billion or more, then you needed special permissions and safety equipment had to be worn. Because obviously, the more plutonium, the higher, the more yeah. dangerous it is. So, socks with, yeah. with your good boots. Exactly. Yeah. Six socks. <laughs> The site since 1982 had been processing plutonium 7757 parts per billion. If it's over 10 parts, you need safety equipment.
0: Well they they say it's easier to do something first and then ask for forgiveness like <laughs> buying a boat. You, you don't ask your wife you'll never get it.
1: The workers never Knew. Oh, my God. They should have all been wearing special respirators and safety gear and had regular urine analysis. Daniel alleges that management told him, there's no time to adopt new safety procedures. <laughs> <laughs> As they do something for 30 years. Yeah. Daniel warned management that the company would, quote, uh, have its ass sued off. In response, within days, Daniel received a letter from management. This letter accused Daniel of, amongst other things, excessive time off and not wanting to take more responsibilities and just a general all-round bad attitude.
0: See, so if we knew anything about this company, it's that they don't have a problem surgically removing asses.
1: To prevent any kind of legal action. No, the ass
0: was the only thing that was left intact, I believe. I just missed a potato head, their entire identity. We have no spleen, no bones, no ass. Try and sue us.
1: <laughs> Daniel felt that the company was creating a paper trail to justify his sacking for being so vocal. So Daniel quit in March of 1986 and wrote... A three-page resignation letter. Nice. He basically did the Walmart sign-off. You're all pricks. <laughs> you treat us like shit. Now, this resigna- resignation letter, it, it starts off as the quote from the letter. This resignation is solely based on the health and safety conditions that exist at the Ferneld site. Good start then went on to list all of the safety issues from the limited areas that he could view.
0: Wow. Three pages. (laughs)
1: Yeah. But it wasn't just the people inside the plant who were putting their lives and health at risk every day. Lisa Crawford rented a house across from the street from the Fernald plant. In the fall of 1984, a few months after David Bock's death... Lisa discovered a man poking around the water well in her backyard. Not a metaphor.
0: Uh, (laughs) He was just looking to make a wish.
1: (laughs) You cannot put a penny in there, sir. I have told you before.
0: It's my toilet. They don't flush. (laughs) He's looking for, in this place, this part of the world, he's looking for one of two things. Yeah. Mutant frogs (laughs) or somewhere to throw a A former of spleen. Yeah. (laughs) Which could be feeding the frogs.
1: Uh, uh, Or, you know, given then radioactive liquid, become a frog man. Exactly. Oh, my Lord. After this, Lisa found out that the homeowners in the area had been recently notified that water wells in the area were going to be tested by the plant to ensure no contamination. However, if you rented the property... It was up to your landlord if they decided to pass that information on or not. And
0: you know who we can trust? Landlords. Landlords. Oh, they're good
1: people. There's a reason they're the first ones in the vat. Lisa's landlord, fearing he would lose his tenants, had not informed her. Lisa, her husband, and their seven-year-old child had all been drinking water from the well. Oh, my God. Which, like others in the area, was contaminated. Oh, fuck. Lisa demanded other agencies come... I know, I just... Every part of this makes me feel dirty and angry. Yeah. Lisa demanded other agencies come and test the water wells in the area. The EPA told her the water was unsafe and not to drink it. The health department, however, said it was fine to drink. (laughs) Lisa, thankfully, followed the advice of the EPA.
0: Yeah. That's not exactly a flip a coin moment, is it? How can there...
1: uh, 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 Is this water safe to drink or not? It's a yes or no question. It's... (laughs) I don't understand how two agencies can, because uh, it's a pretty, it's a pretty big difference. <laughs> it, it, is is it radioactive? Is it not? Will it give me cancer? Will it not?
0: I mean, when we went to test the well, a small Japanese girl cl- <laughs> crawled out of it and just went ew <laughs> and skulked
1: away. Yeah, even that bitch wasn't hanging in this well. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. Fuck that shit. The ring is a very different feel in like Loveland, Ohio. And she's just like, seven days. I gotta get out of here in seven days. (laughs) Oh my god. And yeah, then it just cuts back to shots of like spleens and liver. Liver? In 1985, things began to change at the Fernald plant after all the events in 1984. In 1985, it only took like 35 years. The workers' union went out on strike. Finally, all those all
0: those boot privileges weren't enough anymore. Oh, oh,
1: oh they had 35 years, not these boots aren't cutting it. Maybe the cobbler resigned.
0: Oh, imagine writing that first strike sign. These incredibly well maintained boots are made for walking. <laughs> But not
1: far, because we're very fatigued.
0: (laughs) Please give me back my spleen.
1: (laughs) What do we want? Spleens! When do we want them? Ow! (laughs) The
0: chick from the ring.
1: Seven days! (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) So, the union finally went on strike over safety concerns. Workers who had been with the company for years or even decades had begun to start questioning the safety assurances from management. At what point? Your radioactive badges you know are a joke. The first day people are like, don't stand there, you're going to like be irradiated and die. At what point?
0: The, the six foot tall guy who was going to blow the whistle feeds himself into a volcano. Oh. His psychiatrist kills himself like it's a fucking David Lynch mystery.
1: Yeah. So, oh my God. Oh, my God. A a guy vanished and all of his fucking internal organs evaporated. Yeah.
0: And they don't even have any salt in the fucking break room. They've got to use radioactive.
1: (laughs) Oh, no. So, yeah, staff started questioning the insurances from management and whistleblowers like Daniel Arthur, the resigned safety assurance officer. Yeah he began to find a voice in national papers. Good on him. And then in 1987, a congressional hearing began. Wow.
0: It's fucking so surprising It even had to get to that point.
1: Mm -hmm. It literally would take, yeah, a congressional hearing for people to be like, I mean, this is not so good. Like, surely a
0: guy from the EPA could turn up with a Geiger counter. Yeah. Go, Can I go in there? No. Why not?
1: Ghosts. Russians. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, how does it take? <laughs> <laughs> Can you start blowing up my equipment? Oh, it's allergies. <clears throat> <clears throat>
0: So you cannot blow neutrons away. That's the basis of our safety program for the last 30 years. (laughs) you
1: imagine the guy from the EPA is just standing there with his kayak counter and then whack, he's just hit from a spleen from above. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Uh. Oh, no. Oh, my God. I don't don't know how this went along for so long. Uh, So the congressional hearing began... Nuclear Energy Issues Hearing before the Subcommittee on Energy and Power of the Committee on Energy and Commerce House of Representatives 100th Congress 1st Session on H.R. 1570, H.R. 2683 and H.R. 3025 Bills to amend the Atomic Energy Act of 1954 and for other purposes October the 1st 1987 other purposes just oh nuclear radiation and other purposes Oh, Lord. Now, at this hearing, Daniel Arthur, former safety advisor, gave evidence of all the concerns, faults and dangers that he had seen, documented and reported. Then in January of 1988, David Bock's brother, yep. so the man who fell into the well, who was very vocal about his brother having not committed suicide, was killed by a hit-and-run driver whilst work walking to work. The driver was never found. Are you fucking kidding me? After 40-odd years of operation, in 1989, Fernald ceased production.
0: That's three years after Chernobyl, by the way.
1: I mean, that's – I hate to say it, but I think the only thing that really sort of kicked all of this off, do you know what I mean? Like, if it wasn't for Chernobyl, this place would probably still be irradiating fucking Ohio. Probably. After 40-odd years of operation in 1989, Fernald ceased production. What was to begin now was 20 years. Two decades.
0: 20 years?
1: Two decades of cleanup of the site and its surrounding areas.
0: 20 years.
1: 20 years. 20 years. 20 years. And years of litigation. Fuck. Workers and their families sought legal compensation from Fernald, as did residents of the surrounding areas. 1989 also saw the closure of nearby Fort Scott Camp, which at the time had been the oldest Roman Catholic summer camp in the country. Oh
0: my God! <laughs> no, you can't put these two things so close to each other. You can't.
1: <laughs> no! <laughs>
0: No who
1: knew there was something more detrimental to your children than a roman catholic summer camp just an atomic power plant
0: <laughs> just don't even bother with the cleanup just salt that earth and everyone leave
1: holy shit can you imagine we, you know, oh. we always talk about, you know, we're going to make our movie Werewolves of the Vatican. Now yeah. we know where the mutant gene came from. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but so the thing is, this summer camp, okay, yeah. during the whole process of this, you know, this of processing at the Fernald plant, people from all around the area were sending their children, <laughs> Sending their children to spend weeks at a time holidaying yeah. next to an atomic processing power plant. What the fuck was wrong with people in the 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s? Who does that? Fucking. Next to the Fernald atomic processing plant.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I just imagine them doing all the spooky stories at night and the frogman turns up. It's like I'm still not getting into that tent with Father Joe (laughs) Come in here boys, it's safe No it's not
1: (laughs) Tip my chances with the prog man
0: (laughs) (laughs) My my marshmallow stick is particularly sharp It's going to be able to pierce
1: vestments
0: (laughs) I actually went on one Catholic camp as a kid
1: Oh no, trigger warning
0: Trigger warning Now this was interesting because my my parents thought that I was a little bit too insular Because I like to read And they thought thought that maybe I should go and spend some time at a summer camp Oh, (laughs) where you go and you'd swim. And it was a big fishing location down the peninsula in South Australia. Mm -hmm. I got there. Mm. And what my parents didn't know was that this was a camp for Boys Town, which is a noted homeless youth crime diversion camp. So me, poor little Dungeons and Dragons book nerd, has just been dropped in with 150 street kids and violent criminals. And I spent the entire week just getting bashed and bullied. One kid self harmed to get out of it. He literally shot himself in the foot with a spear gun.
1: Okay, why do the kids have spear guns? Because we were allowed
0: we were allowed to go spear fishing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: This is not Mad Max the Daycare (laughs) Center. What the hell?
0: It was insane.
1: Wow, it
0: was insane. And at the time, like they actually took us out for this. Um, we got to go and sleep on the beach. There was like me and like five other kids mm. and two youth workers. that Because okay, get- what
1: could possibly go wrong? Like unattended children on the gun? No, like they- on the beach with nothing but a spear gun. They
0: literally took us and let us sleep that night on the beach to get us away from the other kids. It was fucking brutal. And I got back. Wow. and My mum's like, "You've lost weight. It's because I haven't fucking eaten in a week." Because I've just been getting bashed. I've had the, we-
1: the weight bashed off me. Yeah, it's
0: I've, I've literally been like an, in- like an introduction to prison.
1: But you know what?
0: And we had to go to church every day. That was the worst part. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what? It's one of those things, like, you know how they always say, oh, look, no matter how bad you have it, there's always someone, yeah. you know. Can you imagine your little self, you know, all beaten and bloodied there on the beach? Yeah. Who would have known? There was someone out there having a worse summer camp experience than you.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Because this is the same time. This is the 80s. Yeah. There's some poor kid out there getting fucking lymphoma.
1: You're literally stuck between, yeah, lymphoma and a fucking pedophile. (laughs) Like, what the Fuck, those are not options. They are not. Fucking hell. Whew. So, yeah, so the oldest Roman Catholic summer camp in the country was closed. <laughs> Miraculously, they were like, atomic what? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that's 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 why we're closing. Sure. The radiation
0: bead. Even Jason Voorhees wouldn't go near that place. <laughs> You have your fucking summer camp.
1: Yeah, you, you <laughs> should fucking oh my god. Wow. Yeah, oh my god, we just we fucking crystal lake. Fucking hell. <laughs> oh my god. In nineteen ninety, Congress approved a closure of the site and an environmental cleanup. Okay. This cleanup would run into the billions. <laughs> We need to hire two cobblers. (laughs) Not enough cobblers (laughs) in the world to fix this shit. Oh, my God. Now, even after it closed, the fernald plant continued to writhe in scandal. Yeah. And the company that was awarded the contract would later be accused of siphoning money from the project cleanup costs into their own company. Oh, my God. Who would have thunk it? I know. Oh, my God. So, I haven't even gone into that. That's a whole other episode. But I'm like, no, people oh. are just going to be so dirty already. Sadly, the Fernald plant was a new story that just kept giving and giving year after year. In the early 90s, it was claimed that a controversial scientist who was one of the key figures for the defence in the legal battle between the Department of Energy and residents of the area, it was alleged that the scientists had been given federal money to conduct questionable radiation experiments and had been paid a considerable amount of money to testify in favour of the Department of Energy. It was also alleged that the scientist had pressured two doctors to change their reports on workers' compensation claims against Fernald so that the reports would favour the government. (laughs) Everyone's a dick in this story. Yeah,
0: there is no winners. In
1: 1995, declassified files revealed that the Department of Energy and the NLO had offered all of their workers a contract which would see the employees $500 richer. 500 Just on the small condition. It's going to be a little
0: condition. So it's a little condition. Oh, let me guess they signed away their right
1: to sue. Well, just on the small condition that the company got their body on death. What? <laughs> what? You're going to be dead. You won't need your body. Here's 500 shiny dollars you can spend now. They Take want- the family to a picnic. <laughs> are they working for
0: Dracula, <laughs> Doctor Frankenstein? Just want- imagine going to work. This is like Pizza Friday. <laughs> so, boys, uh, what are you doing with your
1: corpses? <laughs> you, know, you, know, you, know you know what's really good. Five hundred dollars. Yeah. Five hundred dollars. You know. You know what? You, you really need that. You know what? You won't need your body when you're dead. <laughs>
0: It's the only, the only nuclear power plant with a pipe organ that could be heard playing.
1: <laughs> as radioactive peas fly out from the castle. <laughs> Fucking hell! And it was just a small condition. You just you just get your body. As Soon as you died, they came and took your body. I tell you what, that to that to me would be
0: something of a red flag. Oh. Something of a... but that's the common. That's the communist color.
1: You got five. Five hundred. Five hundred dollars. Five hundred smackaroos. They so just got your body on death. That's all. Just, so you just take your little body away. No biggie. Just, just show up. Just put you in the van. Put you in the vat. The company said it was for research. Oh. But others, cynical people, believed it would be so they could destroy any evidence of uranium as the cause of your death. But you got five hundred dollars.
0: Yeah, five hundred bucks. In
1: 1996, the Enquirer discovered during their research that over 1,000 reported safety problems that they alleged workers had been pressured pressured to lie about after reporting the problems.
0: Okay, In- fool me once,
1: including <laughs> the failure of the radiation alarms. Okay, and. Truly terrifyingly, you know, just a small matter. Just, just a small matter. I mean, <laughs> it happened a few times. I mean, uh, who has not had this happen to them? Yeah, you know, it's just a common mistake. It's nothing to worry about. I don't even know why I'm bothering to mention it. It was, it was just a few missing containers of uranium. Like, you know, just, just some barrels of uranium. That's all. Just, oh. just. Just radioactive containers. oh not uranium. Marty like McFly just, needs it to power the DeLorean. Yeah, you know, we just, we just, we gave some to this. Yeah, like scientists and this young boy. I don't know. They could have been from the Roman Catholic school camp. We don't know.
0: There was that charming Russian fellow who turned up with his own uranium spoon. Mm, Do you remember him? Mm. He wanted to take some uranium. Home. He was
1: a nice guy. He, yeah, he yeah, gave us hot dogs. Yeah, he, he was, did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Missing containers of
0: uranium. Wow. Mm,
1: mm, wow. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> they could tell you exactly where your spleen was, <laughs> but not where the uranium was. Right. Oh. In December of 2006, the surface cleaner had been completed at a cost of $4.4 billion. Okay. The site was turned into the Fernald Preserve. Nature reserve, Aww. Aww. home
0: of the giant frogman.
1: <laughs> Man-made wetlands were created, and wildlife was introduced Aww. into the area.
0: See, I like this version of Bambi because she doesn't have to see her mother get killed by a hunter. She sees it develop a series of horrific tumors and, just, and slowly bleed to death into their drinking supply. Oh,
1: wow. yeah. excellent! Yeah, <laughs> can you imagine? It's just like, oh, her, her wildlife meet these wetlands. Fuck. <laughs> Oh, Lord.
0: And those dogs you see in Chernobyl that are just like, oh, dude.
1: Yeah. Thousands, thousands. Yeah. Thousands of tons of contaminated materials, everything from soil, sludge, concrete, and spleens, were shipped to an undisclosed location in Nevada to be buried in a nuclear waste site. Because that, that's what that's what you do when you have one giant nuclear waste. Like, you know what? Create another one. Just literally ship it from point A to point B. Ship it across the country.
0: From Ohio
1: mm-hmm. to
0: Nevada.
1: Mm-hmm. Just ship it. Just chuck it on a train or something. Wow. Shit. There's never train accidents. Put it ne- on a train. Never. I can get a postman. Whatever. Yeah. It'll be fine. We can't even be
0: bothered taking it to New Mexico.
1: You know what? The cobblers don't have a job anymore. Give it to the cobblers. Yeah. Get them and just drive it down. <laughs> uh, Some believe the evidence from David Hock's case, which mysteriously disappeared. Oh, funny that. And Larry Hick's organs were also sealed away in drums and are now hidden away in Nevada.
0: So they had them? They had them?
1: No, no, these are people just theorising. Oh, okay, yeah. You know, these were just people theorising. They would have gone straight in the vat, come on. Straight in the vat or in the fucking river, these cunts didn't care. Just Just sploosh. Yeah. Here you go, Froggy. Yeah, woo. Uh, now, see, that's it. They always say, oh, the workers are throwing, like, fruit. What if it was just people throwing spleens in there?
0: Yeah.
1: Just throw it off. Oh. It's a really big apple, Larry. Really big apple.
0: The workers dissected.
1: <laughs> <It>
0: will never <laughs> be defeated. <laughs> oh.
1: oh, no. <laughs> uh. Now, to say the site at Fernald is now clean... It's quite the misleading statement. (laughs) Okay. About 4.7 million tons. Mm -hmm. Let me repeat that for you again. 4.7 million tons of low-level radioactive waste, which includes uranium-contaminated soil and building debris, was all buried at the Fernald site. They basically (laughs) just knocked it down. The guy just stood there with a hose. (laughs) Dug a hole next to it. (laughs) Kicked it in. And then kicked it in the hole. Kicked some more dirt on top of that. Yep. Done. Put some contaminated soil on it. See you in 80,000 years. (laughs) So all of this was buried at the Fernald site, which has been deemed permanently unfit for human habitation. Nice. But you can go for a stroll through it. Look at the wetlands. That sounds like a great idea. The area is now under a program to be permanently monitored. This includes... what, What, now? Yeah, now. Oh, my God. This includes the uranium groundwater plume, which extends south of the plant area, and filtering of uranium contamination from the Great Miami River aquifer. Oh, my God. Yay. Yay. So it's all in the soil and now it's gone into your directly, it's feeding directly into your water soils. Oh my God, that's so awesome.
0: So right now in Australia, they're trying to build a high level nuclear waste dump that will accept nuclear waste dump from all over the world. Because apparently Australia is geologically stable. Uh, We don't have any earthquakes or anything like that. We've got an old granite base. But the place they're looking to put it Mm. is directly above the Great Artesian Basin, Mm. which is... Essentially the clean water that feeds ninety percent of the Australian landmass. Yeah. So the slightest contamination of that could essentially ruin Australia completely. Yeah. Australia is the size of North America. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and it's literally like all these like politicians are like trying to clamber on it because they're like, oh, it's jobs. It's jobs. It's gonna create AC5. Jobs,
0: you can <laughs>
1: literally destroy the drinking water of a continent yeah. for eighty-five jobs. You know what? I'm going to employ eighty-six people just <laughs> to tell you to go fuck yourself. Exactly. You don't do that over your wo- and as the world becomes more and more polluted and messed up, and as global warming just wreaks more havoc on the world okay yeah this is a time when people need to start appreciating the most valuable resources that we have is clean fresh accessible drinking water and food not uranium dumps that's commie
0: talk lady <laughs> have you ever blown a bald eagle for freedom i'm starting to doubt
1: this <laughs> and I- Talk about, like, you know, the potential issues of, like, having carrier ships. Carrier ships, because none's ever gone down in the oceans. Nothing's ever leaked and created any little problems in the world. What could possibly go wrong with all of those ships (laughs) carrying through the ever-increasing unpredictable winds and oceans of the world to get to Australia so we can bend over and take it from every country that was fucking dumb enough? (laughs) Yeah to fill themselves with like atomic power plants. There's
0: like there's like some formula that all shipping companies have that accounts for the containers that get
1: washed off ships. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna pop my spleen. They won't need to come to take it. I'm gonna plop it out. Oh lord. Yep. Oh. So, yeah, so it's in the Great Miami River aquifer. In 1988, before this, Congress requested that the CDC conduct an epi... I can never...
0: Epidemiological? That's the one. There you go.
1: (laughs) A study to assess if there was any potential link between the exposure to ionising radiation and levels of disease in the communities surrounding Fernald from 1951
0: to 1988. I don't know. They're just seeing giant
1: fucking frogmen. Yeah. They created a dose estimation model from available information, which again, a lot of it was theoretical, to estimate the level of exposure uh, in the, in this period from 1951 to 1988 for those who lived within a 10-kilometre radius surrounding the planet. So that's about six miles. Yeah. This study suggested the risk of lung cancer deaths to people in this area was increased by 1% to 12 Risk estimates are also examining possible links in increases to leukaemia, bone cancer, kidney cancer, breast cancer, ovarian cancer. All the cancers. (laughs) So there's just an increased risk to up to 12% of just lung cancer. Yeah. So that's excluding the other cancers. (sighs) Two medical programs now exist as part of the class action settlements against national lead of Ohio. One is for former workers of the Fernald site. And the other one is for nearby residents within that 10 kilometer uh, radius. Oh, sorry. uh, Who lived within five miles of the plant perimeter. Now, under this settlement, yeah, and the interesting thing to note about this settlement is when this settlement was made. So you know, I mean, this this carried on for years, yeah. yeah. Okay, um, essentially between the Department of Energy, the and the NLO, and the residents and the workers. Now, this agreement was settled upon when the Department of Energy agreed that. It was not offering any money because it was not responsibility for any radiation. Right. It was not responsible for any uranium dust or any exposure. This was not why it was offering the settlement. It was offering the settlement because of emotional damage or emotional suffering that might have been caused by people fearing because of those three months when there was the faulty uh, yeah. filter, yeah. so the money that was offered was for emotional damage. They they didn't they're not responsible. Okay, this is what the government want. the DOE was very clear. This is we're not taking responsibility. It's your emotional damage. You're delicate.
0: It's nice. You do feel valued when the company that pays five hundred dollars for your corpse mm-hmm. worries about your emotions.
1: Mm, it, it
0: gets you. It does. It gets you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: now part of this and they're really so for you know people I- I- in the area now the other thing to consider is because this thing had taken for so long yeah you know it was kind of like you know uh, the settlement oh look we got like a 20 million dollar settlement lawyers fees and cuts it was about 11 million dollars oh no leaving uh the community about nine million dollars to be divided
0: the whole community
1: now part of this money uh goes towards providing yearly medicals and diagnostic uh testing yep yearly yearly these are presented uh free of charge oh good at january the 27th 9,764 persons who lived in the allotted area were in the program, and 2,716 former employees were in this program. I could not find a figure that revealed how many of these employees were still alive. Oh, god. So if
0: well, you- at least 12% of them got fucking leukaemia. <laughs> Yikes.
1: Uh, so the Fernald area, like I said, is now a nature preserve. And if you want to go and have a look in your Google Maps, um, you can find the area and you can go and visit it. Um, you can also do a drive through, you know, the, the lovely surrounding towns. Um, you know you know visit a small town say hello say hello to the people um and i guess you could ask them how they're doing
0: and if How's you do, if you go to the if you go to the wetlands and you see a frogman coming out it just might have been someone's spleen
1: that could have been someone's spleen give it a <laughs> hug so yeah, uh, the the missing organs were never found uh homicide was never considered oh, god As, uh, you know, for a reason for, you know, a possibility for the man going into the vat. But on a positive note, because we need to try and find one, everyone had some very nice shoes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So, Ferdel Plot is still there and it's still polluted. So, this started out
0: as a fun little look Mm -hmm. at some people who thought they saw... Some frogmen on the highway mm-hmm. with magic wands, mm-hmm. possibly even UFOs, mm-hmm. turned into a full scale ongoing horror.
1: An ongoing horror which continues today. And basically, considering how uranium breaks down, will continue to be a horror story for as long as human beings continue to exist on the planet. Because that shit ain't breaking down anytime soon.
0: No. Uh, yeah. Fuck, we're
1: fucked. Mm -hmm. And I mean, this is something that I was so obsessed with producing cheap and affordable nuclear power. Yeah. Finger waggle safety advisor. Yeah. Which has cost billions, billions of dollars and countless lives. And one of the things after the settlement that I I thought was was quite interesting is they, they talked to one of the people... Who, after receiving, you know, such a very small amount of money. Yeah. uh, Some of the people themselves felt conflicted. Because they were like, essentially, we, the people, were suing the government. Which means we were suing ourselves. Yeah. We were the people suing the people. Yeah. But at the end of the day, this wasn't about money. This was about being seen and being heard and trying to make people take responsibility. And the thing is, everyone in this is guilty in some way yeah. of the amount of cover-up that has gone from the people that pressured workers to lie about radioactive badges you know to the people who were not reading the safety audits to the people who were not conducting the safety audits you know to the higher ups in the department of energy who didn't give a shit just as long as their power plants got fed with people yeah that's at the end of the day this is what this cost it's not about russians it's not about spies
0: I mean when you when you consider that, you know, there's a potential murder there and the only reason anyone even noticed that this guy had gone missing was that a a cop moonlighting in his second job mm. reported the guy officially missing. Mm. It's fucking nuts. Yeah. And the lawyers were the ones who already had an answer for it.
1: Oh I've got to admit, this is <laughs> I mean, this one really it just leaves me dirty. Everything like I am I, I feel angry. I feel dirty. Um, I feel betrayed in a system that shouldn't do this to us.
0: Yeah, this you is know, this is arguably worse than
1: Chernobyl. Yeah, but the 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 you know <laughs> at least they admitted Chernobyl happened.
0: Well, yeah, they had no choice; <laughs> blew the roof off the place. But
1: yeah, so I mean, that's it. I mean, yeah, you you've got to think there's you know there's a lot of cost. Um, I don't think you can ever truly measure the cost. Of the third old plant so it makes you wish that you know the only th- the only thing and the most dangerous thing that you had to worry about the swamp was a frogman. yeah i miss those days yeah i want to go back there that was a happy day i was ready to move to loveland yeah now, I wouldn't go near it with a fucking stick. No. With a radioactive stick.
0: <laughs> Your Catholic priest getaway marshmallow <laughs> stick.
1: <laughs> I hear the summer camps. <laughs> Very good. Very we- cheap rates these days.
0: <laughs> we thought we were blowing the radiation away to Russia, but we were just whistling in the wind. <laughs>
1: Although you know, it does explain. Maybe like the reason Jason Voorhees has that face is not because he was like, you know, all sloppy in the water. Maybe he fell in down Fernald. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: I know, and it's it's kind of I, I tried to I I cried I tried to think of uh, you know, some great ending to sort of, you know, encapsulate all of this, but yeah, all I can just think is I just kept coming up with just the same three words. What a waste. Yeah. What a waste. And how, how had I never heard of this? How would I? Yeah. I, it's, this has really blown my mind. The amount of like, con, you know, conspiracy and the government. People thrown in vats. What the hell? <laughs>
0: Company buying people's bodies. <laughs>
1: Missing spleen. <laughs> Who steals a spleen?
0: Bones.
1: Oh. And then
0: drop him off at the mortuary like a deflated pool toy. Yeah,
1: pff, didn't even stuff him. Oh my lord. Yeah, if you've got time to like double stitch, you've got time to pop something in there. Oh my lord. Yeah. So I, th- I think this is this is a truly. Um, dark day and you know what I think it's also a good warning for today if you know if you're, if, if you're you know your government is trying to get you you know oh my god there's you know reds in the skies and yeah. greens in the skies you know just sometimes keep your eyes straight in front of you
0: yeah if the country that literally split the atom ushered in the nuclear age with some of the most amazing science you'll ever mm. ever bear witness to and just mere years later Mm. are running a slapshot operation like this that just poisons the soil for 100,000 years and kills a bunch of people.
1: Yeah. And a lot of this, like, because, you know, a lot of this went to, like, constructing weapons. You literally destroyed your own land and water supply and killed Americans to construct something against an enemy that, as, it, as we found out later, was not a threat because they had bankrupted themselves yeah. getting into the same ridiculous nuclear war race that you had. Yeah. You literally just bankrupted and killed yourselves. Neither had to do anything to the other side because we killed our own people. Yep. And
0: this is why Australia shouldn't fucking get down this road. Because <sighs> just imagine this shit run by Australians. Fuck me dead. <laughs> It's like, oh, mate, is there's that, is that thing leaking. What's going on there? We, we're going to requisition a new part. Nah, mate, I put a fucking Chevy radiator hose on there. She'll be fine. <laughs> Fuck.
1: Sticky tape, mate. All good. Oh, my God. You know what? I mean, you know what? The worst thing is going to be all the fucking cobblers trying to put nails in our fucking thongs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Flip flops for our American <laughs> listeners. Nails in the thong. That's a very specific Cenobite threat.
1: Oh, my God. Wasn't that the original, like, Trent Reznor band name? Thong. No. Nails in the thong. Uh, oh, fuck's sake.
0: <laughs> well, there's the light moment to end it on.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. You know, you know, you know what also uh, creates a, a light? Radioactive bees. <sighs> is that your new catchphrase? <laughs> no. But you know what? What a waste. Yeah. But you know what? In the darkness, this is a good time to... Hold each hold each other tight. You know, hold yourself tight. And just remember, real mothmen, eat the carpet.
0: When you get your fella's body back from the fucking Loveland uranium treatment works, <laughs> look to see if it still has a dick. Because <laughs> it may have been chopped off.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, that's my spleen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give us some outro music. Italian shark hunting music.
1: Oh my god. As the secret service agency surrounds our house. <laughs> the lights flicker. Gas canisters enter the room as men in black drop from cords into the room. And seals. Our USB stick.
0: <laughs> I'm leaving it at that.